Indeed, it is the Get Right right here on 105.3 The Fan. I'm Reginald Datatula, joined alongside by Blake Elliott. Yes, we got David Strupp on the ones and twos. Thank you, sir. And thank you guys for rolling with us on a Thursday evening in the Metroplex. We got you till 11 p.m. Hope to have a very good show. Um, you can always get involved with the program, and we hope that you do all the way through the evening by texting in to the truckwreck.com text line. That number is, what's that number, Blake? 877-881-1053. Damn, Skippy. You can also catch us by searching 105 through the fan on YouTube. You can see us there, hang out with Blake and Loki and Joey and all the other folks that are hanging out there. Or go to twitch.tv slash DallasFanCam if that's more of your uh, your Jive. lane, more of your feel. Um, and there's a lot of folks hanging in there, like Swaggy Booties, who seems to always be there. I appreciate uh, him and others for hanging out with us. Um, and however you're listening, thanks for making us a part of your evening. Uh, let's start by talking a little bit about your Cowboys in a way, as this is your home of the Dallas Cowboys and World Series champion Texas Rangers. Yep. Uh, but, look, man, we are into the offseason. These Cowboys need to find ways to be better and get better. And one of the ways that this organization, this Cowboys organization, has in some ways neglected is free agency. Yep. And so... If you are willing to take them at face value, which I understand why folks would not, Jerry Jones used a couple of words that are probably going to continue to be brought up to him all season, and that's he's going to have to be judged by. And those words are all in, right? And so in saying that this team and this organization is all in this season, there's gonna, there is somewhat of an expectation of, okay, utilize all the things that are available to you, and one of those is going to be free agency. And so with that being the case, I did want to do a little bit of, okay, what does free agency actually look like this offseason? If there's a free agent that maybe you like, 877-881-1053. But I just kind of wanted to look around as, you know, you get a lot of a lot of uh, organizations dropping their, you know, top 50 free agents or what have you. Obviously, there's a lot of folks out there. In fact, some that have already been kind of rumored in links to the Cowboys. So I want to talk about that. But first, we, we've talked about, right, Blake, the, the positions that you think this team needs. Yes. Um, those would be linebacker. Sure. Those would probably be running back since you don't have any on the team outside of um, our boy Deuce. And defensive tackle. Yeah, defensive tackle is absolutely and, one. And then something on the O-line. I know there's speculations about tackle. Maybe Tyron doesn't come back. Center, you don't have one um, on the team currently, the starting one in Tyler Biotis. So offensive line, interior defensive line help, linebacker and running back would be the four that come to mind. And honestly, for me personally, I just don't know that running back is where you want to spend money. I imagine you'll use draft capital to answer that in some ways. And I mean, I know that uh, Michael Gelkin of the Dallas Morning News did some, uh, you know, reporting in a way. And he was talking about how it seems like the Cowboys are in a place to reset the way that they, you know, view the running back position, which I don't know if you read between the lines to me kind of said, hey, they're probably not going to spend in that way they're probably going to draft and address it that way but all right let we could look at all of those things however with that being the case I imagine if you're going to start looking at free agents you probably look in those places fair mm-hmm. all right so let's let's go and let's look at what kind of free agent options are out there um because look there's a lot of is that okay? You can turn that up a little bit. Don't don't be shy. There's a lot of uh, a lot of really good players out there, as they often are, you know, in various places. So, but you know, we kind of just have to get a feel for them, and let's go through it. You mentioned defensive tackle. That feels like an obvious one, and we know who the probably the the 
highest rated free agent is going to be in the entirety of the offseason. He just won a Super Bowl. His name is Chris Jones. Yep. If you want to talk about defensive tackles, he's up there. Um, and this will be his age 30 season. Do you think that there's any way in which the Cowboys would be able to pony up for Chris Jones? Because, I I mean, he was at the parade yesterday on his on the stage talking about how he was going to be back with the Kansas City Chiefs. That does not mean that that's specifically how this is going to go. Yeah. But that does give you a little bit of an insight into at least his personal thought process. And I imagine that going to get him is not going to be an easy thing, especially if you do not, like, drop a whole big bag in his lap. Mm-hmm. So that's that's one guy that's out there. Another defensive tackle. Baltimore Ravens, Justin Matabuike. Yeah, I like him as well. I mean, historically, the Cowboys haven't really had that dude at defensive tackle in recent years, so it's not really something that they've shown to go and spend top uh, free agent money on. I would love for them to shore up that position because as much as I love some of the guys in the draft, do you want another young guy trying to learn the position in Mike Zimmer's offense, or do you want an established guy that Zim is comfortable with? And um, Justin is, is, is is a good spot for me personally. I really like that. Chris Jones, I think it's going to command a little too much money than you're willing to spend. But, I mean, if... if I think Justin Matabuike also command a lot of money because he's 26 years. This would yeah. be his age 26 season, actually, yeah. rather. Uh, he'll command a lot. Just I don't think it'll be Chris Jones. money. I think Chris Jones and the Leonard Williams of the, of the league are going to command top, top, top of the top money. Um, so, you mentioned him. Mm-hmm. Sorry, you were going somewhere? No, no, no. I, I was just going to say, do you think that... Matabuke or Chris Jones, you you signed to a longer term contract, or you think they're both one year all in, just pay them and see how it works out. They here. both seem like they probably want are going to want to get longer term uh-huh. deals, uh-huh. um, and big money long term deals is what I'd imagine those two guys are looking at. And I don't know that that necessarily fits exactly what you're looking for here. Like if I was going to profile the player that I imagine you could probably try and get is somebody that's maybe a little bit older but still within the range of you know the height of their powers Mm -hmm. you know what I mean like in theory back end of prime type player Um, because also and look I understand Mozzie Smith did not look particularly great uh, this season but you understand defensive linemen particularly interior defensive linemen are going to take a little time to progress even though I have some questions about his his capability at progressing especially with like the way that he gets off the ball slow and those types of things but I don't I imagine that you don't want to entirely block off his potential development in the way that you know you operate in free agency as well which is kind of kind of it's a little bit of threading the needle I know but that's what I imagine you're looking at all right uh how about this Christian Christian Wilkins also comes yeah, up. He's defensive tackle for the Dolphins. Yep. Tier Tart from Houston. A lot of different guys. Ken Law from San Francisco. Just looking at some of these defensive tackles. Ken Law's 26. Not going to command as much as Chris Jones. He's someone I'd be interested in. What, what about DJ Reader from Cincinnati? I think that that's a really good name. Mm-hmm. I think DJ Reader ends up being a really good name. He's. Do you remember how old he is? I think he's going into his age thirty season. Yeah, he's about to be thirty. So, like, I think this is where you're pushing this. And then also, it's worth noting though, and this might be something that scares Cowboys fans off. He had a, a quad injury that ended his season. So this is a guy coming off of an injury. And how many times have you heard that, Cowboys fans? Right? Like, I do understand, but I do think that that also might push him down in the ways of maybe. Uh, the the actual money of this all. Mm -hmm. And so he ends up being a guy that I think is really interesting in that D tackle position, right? So you have some defensive tackles out there. I think a lot of them are going to be big money. Mm -hmm. 
Um, and so, and yeah, so I, I, I think that that ends up being something that's interesting to look I, at. Right? I think in a perfect world, I, I'm feeling good about DJ Reader for the money you'd have to spend. I mean, perfect, perfect world, obviously Chris Jones, but realistic, perfect world. I think DJ Reader would be a guy that I think works well with, with the money you have to spend and filling that position. So that's, that's like, all right, early, just look at defensive tackle. Mm-hmm. All right. Linebacker ends up being another one where I feel like having a, a veteran player that drops in and knows what they're doing would be a good look. Right. Mm-hmm. And if you start looking at maybe the top linebackers that are out there, mm-hmm. um, what do we then find as we look at that, right? We got the Devin Whites of the world. Yes. I don't want to say Bobby Wagner, who's about to be 30, 33, that the Cowboys have been all all in about. Um, Al, Sh- Al Shear, what do we think about him from um, Tennessee? Aziz Al Shear, 26, going, going to be 27 this year. Another young guy, Isaiah, Isaiah Simmons from the Giants. Is I think an interesting name. Isaiah Simmons is. I do wonder if you're interested in going there because Isaiah Simmons didn't he come into the league as kind of like, like a, a line, uh, uh, yeah, a like safety guy. linebacker hybrid. Yeah, correct. And I feel like if you talk, talk about what this Cowboys mm-hmm. team was dealing with this past year, I don't know that going with a maybe a, a tweener sized linebacker is necessarily the way that you want to go. Um, I know that from the nine four zero immediately they jump up Patrick Queen right. Mm-hmm. That is a guy who is young and talented and very good, and he's probably going to command a lot of money. The, the only thing that I hold back from Patrick Queen, as much as I love him, and we've talked about this before, didn't start his career too hot and looked a lot better with a really good defense and Roquan Smith next to him. You don't exactly have a Roquan Smith next to him that's going to pair well with him. Not saying he can't do it. We just haven't seen much of him do stuff without Roquan, and I'm scared that if you were to – I'm hesitant, I should say – or if you to put him into this system being the the main guy that he might not look as good as he did in Baltimore, I think it's still worth the risk, but it wouldn't be my first option for the money he's going to come in. Devin White ends up being a really interesting name mm-hmm. because you could see the ways in which also playing next to Levante David. And Levante David, also a really interesting name, like both of those guys. But like playing next to someone like Levante David, you saw the ways in which uh, he played better. And then also he kind of... In a way, he almost got played off the field, but that was more of the fact that like they had a lot of talent at linebacker. And I feel weird because I keep feeling like I'm mentioning guys that are like discount deals in a way, but it's still like good players. Still a good player. Understanding the ways in which like the way that this uh the way that this salary cap set up right for your Cowboys right now, they're gonna have to do some moves to begin with, right? Mm-hmm. That's the tough part about it is before you even start talking about free agency, they're going to need to go and figure out the extension or reworking of or restructuring of um, Dak Prescott's deal. You probably need to restructure Zach Martin to get some money out of that. I do imagine you may you may be like a post-June 1 cut Michael Gallup and save yourself like $9.5 million there. Mm-hmm. But you're trying to collect all that together and considering like if we're talking about free agency, before we even get to the outside of exterior free agency, you need to retain your own. And so CD, or, uh, not CD, um, yeah, CD Lamb is where he's dropped hints on the idea that they're negotiating through contracts, and I imagine that's something you want to get done. Micah Parsons is going to need to get paid. That's something you want to get done. And so, like, those are going to then soak up some of that money. So I'm assuming, and of course, like, you know what they say about assumptions, but one of the assumptions I'm doing and the calculations here is depending on how much money you have left, you're going to have to be very smart with the way that you go about it. Um, But, yeah, it might be – you might not be able to get the top of the line and – every or any of these places, mm-hmm. but maybe having someone like a, and shout out to uh, the 940 who brings up Frankie Louvu from it's Carolina, a very good, smart linebacker. He put up like probably a career season though, mm-hmm. 125 tackles, five and a half sacks, two forced fumbles. Half of us coming against the Cowboys that game, man. 
game. He was cooking that game. He was all over the field. Right. And so you do wonder then how – uh, how that one goes, right? If if he's in this place as a 26-year-old guy entering his age 27 season where he can really demand a lot of money on the market, right? Does that then shift the way that this goes? Yeah. Uh, before we even continue in on the free agents, somebody suggests as you're starting, you know, I was talking about the idea of making money for this from the 940, release Cooks and Gallup. Mm-hmm. Well, Cooks is a free agent. Yeah, I was like, so just not bringing Cooks back? I, I know that... How have you felt about that? Because it seemed like Brandon Cooks came in. He had a speed element, but I don't know that this organization utilized him to the actual, the maximum of yeah, I, what his capability is. I, I think we didn't see a lot of his potential early in the season when the play playbook was really compressed. And we saw it at the San Francisco game. It was really opened up. And we saw kind of a different Dak Prescott spreading the ball around, and we saw maybe some of what Brandon Cooks has done. And obviously his production has dropped. You're behind a guy who is top of the league in receiving yards. Obviously, your production is going to drop. I, he had to, I think, tied his career uh, year in touchdowns with eight of them. I thought he was a really good red zone threat. Is he the best wide receiver, two in the game? Probably not. Um, do you need that to win a Super Bowl? No. Do I think, have, you know, there's been rumors about them drafting a receiver. Would it be the end of the world? No. But is there bigger needs on this team? And it was not passing the ball for me. So Brandon Cooks, I think, is someone you can bring back for fairly cheap and then maybe figure out receiver next year. Same. That's kind of the same way I feel about Tyron Smith is – is they're getting older. It's just not my – we got players that are either gone or were, it felt like they were gone and they were on the field. There were bigger holes than older Tyron Smith and older Brandon Cooks who were still giving you production, just not what they did in their prime. Right. I, I think that that's a guy that you bring back because you probably can do so at a relatively cheap rate. And understanding the things that we learned about him and that you kind of know about Brandon Cooks, he's leader guy in the yeah. locker room, which I think is really helpful. Um Josie Jewell is another linebacker yeah. that came up on the truckwreck.com text line from the Broncos mm-hmm. that I think would re- right he'd be really interesting to me because not only is he a good run defender or solid run defender, he's also solid in coverage. Mm-hmm. And having both of those things available, I'd be really interested in. And it says calculated market values per sports track about $7.5 million. Which that feels like you're in a good range, $7 million for a linebacker. It's, I mean, it's still, it's still cost, but, I mean, obviously. You got to spend. Come on. <laughs> right, that's what we're talking about. You're talking about all in, put the money on the table. All right. It, do we want to go through running backs, or do you want me to bring up one of the uh, rumors I, that I saw that was really interesting that I want to get your opinion on? Go ahead, because I already, you know, Derrick Henry's in the Saquons of the world. We already know people want those, but what's the rumor you saw? Okay, so I saw this, um, and this is per Sports Kita. Tony Pauline of Sports Kita put this up. You can, def- you, can you know, decide, decide how much you want to put into this. But there is a guy on these Kansas City Chiefs, this world or these uh, Super Bowl champion, Kansas City Chiefs, yeah. that has been tied to potentially to the the Dallas Cowboys. Yeah. His name is Legarius Sneed, cornerback yeah. for uh, the for the Chiefs, and his name has been brought up as a possibility as you know he enters free agency and he's expected to land a massive payday. That maybe the can the the Cowboys could be a team that'd be interested in him. Mm-hmm. I uh, mean, there the people have mentioned the Falcons, the Cowboys, and the Raiders in yeah. this article. And with that being the case, I did want to go. You know, I utilized Track because they have a good mm-hmm. a good metric on this on like what the proposed or what the assumed value might be. 
and that number is 16 million. And I've even heard even more higher because this is a on guy average that, annual value, yeah, mind yeah, you. This, so that'd be this, like a four-year deal for 60 something. I, I think it's a guy that could command closer to even maybe 19 or 20. Like this, you're you're talking about borderline All-Pro. I thought he had a really good season. Was one of the best cornerbacks all year. Didn't allow a touchdown all year. Under 60% completion rate allowed. Like this was, you saw him and McDuffie in the Super Bowl. That one-two combo was insane. And I think Legereus Need is a guy that's he's gonna get his money. And you already are paying one guy in Trayvon Diggs. He's not going anywhere. You just gave him a big contract. Deron Bland's contract is coming up pretty soon too. And I would assume that they think pretty highly of him. So if you were to pay Legereus Need, you're pretty much saying, Bland, we don't think you're gonna be here long term. Are you gonna have three top paid corners? That's I don't know. That's the best way to construct your team to have three right. guys making fifteen plus million at your cornerback position. And that's kind of what you would be doing if you were to pay him, and then or you're letting go of Bland. Especially considering like the the understanding of how this organization really loves their draft and develop the guys, you know, their guys, uh, that feels uh, the the value, the cost, all those things felt like it was far out. But I found it interesting that somebody would attach him to the Cowboys in that way, especially understanding that this team has all of the the cornerbacks that they have plus. Uh, Stephon Gilmore seems to really want to return mm-hmm. to the Dallas Cowboys. I was like, that's that's an interesting thing, but that would be a lot of your your capital right there. I'm gonna go yeah. spend it on the That'd best be a lot of money yeah. out there. I'm just gonna go get him. Which if you had no other positional needs, yeah, sure. But you got a lot of you got linebacker, offensive tackle, running back. We got a lot of other things to fix for. We're going to get the best corner, one of the best corners in the game. And just to clear something up, I know we were talking about Brandon Cooks. He does have one more year left on that contract. Yeah, I forgot he signed a two-year deal. It would yeah. be a potential. There'd be a potential out for the Cowboys if they did want to get out uh, mm-hmm. un, from under that deal. But I it just uh, I don't feel like it makes sense. I feel like this this offense wants to operate in the ways that they have. That's one less person that you have to get up to speed, especially for someone that actually can produce for this team. What do you um, think about this on a two-on-four trade for Patrick Sertain? You know, they wanted him in the Michael Parsons draft. I just feel like you're gonna have to give up a lot, like. I, as much as I agree with y'all and I love y'all, it's just like you're going to have to give up some of your favorite players to go get. They love Pastor Tain and Denver. They're not just trying to give them up for a bag of chips. Yeah, and so just a preliminary look at what kind of things you or what kind of players you could possibly be looking at in free agency, um, you know, as we are into the offseason for your Dallas Cowboys and for the rest of the NFL. So get right right here. On 105.3 The Fan. Coming up next, as of today, all MLB MLB teams have had their pitchers and catchers report. So spring training in full action everywhere. So in honor of that, what DFW athlete or media personality would you most want to bunk with? 877-881-1053. We'll discuss it next on The Fan. To get right right here on 105.3, the fan, Reginald Datatula here with you alongside Blake Elliott. Yes, sir. Ski. Appreciate you rolling with us on a, on a Thursday evening in the Metroplex. Mm-hmm. Uh, we got you till 11 p.m. as we stated. David Strupp on the ones and twos. Thank you, sir. Uh, in honor of spring training, what DFW athlete or media personality would you most want to bunk with? 877-881-1053. Because, look, man, spring training is basically in full effect all the way across mm-hmm. 
the MLB, um, you know, your Rangers reported, or pitchers and catchers at least, reported yesterday for your Rangers. And now, as of today, all all uh, camps have been uh, started up at this point, at least when it comes to pitchers and catchers. And so, like, you're really into the swing of things, and that got me thinking, you know, all these guys getting out there, they've got their roommates out at spring training. Our guys from 105 through the fan will head out in, a, in a, I believe, a week or so. Yeah, in about a week to um, spring training to surprise Arizona, and they will have their roommates and their, their situations. And I was like, look, man, if we all ended up at spring training, who would you want to room with? And I figured let's open this up. Who, who are the athletes that you're like, you rock with, that you would like to bunk with or that you think would be a good time, yeah. or even media personalities? So mm-hmm. let's, let's have that conversation now. And, Blake, I don't know about you. Like, when, when you, if you've had roommates or when you've had roommates. It was terrible. Oh, really? Terrible. Okay. Yeah. I, I'm a big, I'm a, I'm a cleanly guy. Sure. I don't like dishes being laid enough. out. I, I don't like cooking at 2 a.m. I like my space. I like to control the environment. Wait, what did that cooking about? That, that felt very specific. Oh, cooking was, at 2 a.m.? Yeah, what does yeah, that mean? Yeah, yeah, it was. We're not going to get into it on air, but let's just say that roommates didn't respect time and would decide to cook a full-blown meal at 2 a.m. while playing music. And I'm a big... Let me get my space and peace. And if I want to go in the living room at 1 a.m. and have a glass of wine, I like to do that by myself. And when you have roommates, you don't really get to choose when people are in and out of the common space. Sure. So my thing about it then was, was it the cooking that was the issue or the music that was the issue for you? The person. But uh, Oh, so you see, that's the thing. You're, you're trying to make this about whatever they were doing. You just didn't like them. No, I, I actually loved them. They were a good friend. But, um, you know, I digress. We're not, that's, that's not the point of the segment. Which roommate would I want? I, I, I'm posing this as... Um, we got a we got a little penthouse and there's three of us a mini penthouse. That's not how this works. Spring training, buddy. You're okay. not gonna get no sp- penthouse. Okay, we we got a. Uh, we are talking about a double bed, normal standard, can I, like can, hotel room can, is can, what we're doing can, here. Can there be can there be four of us total? So there's two one right. on each side. If if you want to do if you want to get up to three uh, roommates, that's Blake, cool. you're an only child. I am. Um. Okay. So first person on the list is Kyrie Irving. Okay, you're you're you want to hang out with Kyrie? Kyrie's got a great mind. We both like to think um, extraterrestrial, outer thinking, next step. This equals this plus that to make this happen. So I would love to hang out with Kyrie. All the conversations I've had with him have been really dope, really cool. So that uh, next person for the giggles, for the laughs, someone I see myself very similar in how they act. People call us lookalikes when I have my hair braided. C.J. Stroud. So me and CJ, me, CJ, Kyra. Right oh, now. everybody's just open this. I was going to stick to DFW, but y'all just going to oh, any athletes? Oh, yeah. I guess you did say DFW. That's my I bad. Did. I was trying to That's keep my it. Bad. I was trying to keep it local. That's my bad. You did say DFW. Well, he, he kind of DFW. He in Houston. Huh. Oh, Texas. really? You, you how, <laughs> 877-881-1053. How much do, would you like to consider Houston as part of DFW? It's Let's not, see how that one goes. It's, it's not. It's <laughs> I feel not. like that one's not going to go over the way it's, that you want to. It's not at all. But I, I, I had to throw CJ in there. And then I'm throwing my boy Will Chambers just because that would be an, a crazy dynamic of me and Kyrie saying stuff and then Will Chambers just just completely disagreeing. So I just feel like that would be a fun little uh, quatuplet. What is it? What is a four thing called? Not a quad. I mean, it is quad, but not a quintuplet. What's four? Quintuplet is five. Yes. Yes. So what's a four quadtuplet? Is that a thing? I'm not sure what like the I guess technical term would be. I would just assume they would be called a foursome, regardless okay. of okay. Well, we're the not implications it, that you want. We're there. not calling it that. We're calling it a quad hangout. Okay. Um, a square, if you will. 
and it's me, Kai, CJ Shroud, and Will Chambers. Okay. All right. Uh, as we go to the truckwreck.com text line, people <laughs> people going all sorts of places with this. Uh, from the eight, 940, Marshawn Lynch for sure. Again, not a DFW athlete, but you know what? We'll allow it. I Look, uh-huh. Marshawn would be a very good time. Um, I I wonder if Marshawn would be too good of a time, though. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, because I, I remember, I can't remember who the actual reporter was, but somebody, you know, went to Oakland, which is, you know, Marshawn Lynch's hometown, and, you know, get on his turf to write a feature piece on him. Mm-hmm. And they pulled up, and they were hanging out, and he pulled out a bottle and was like, you got to take a shot. Yep. Right? Like just just hanging out, we taking shots, and if you hanging out with us, you taking a shot. Mm-hmm. Um, and I was like, oh, okay. So that, I imagine that could get real... And get real interesting real quick. But Marshawn, yeah, Marshawn would be a blast. Uh, from the 214, they say Blake, Reggie, and Julian Morales, who is a sideline reporter for um, some Houston stuff. So Houston so. coming back in there, man. Yeah, apparently so. Uh, from the 817, r- room with Bobby because compared to him, I might be less annoying. <laughs> uh, Bobby, Bobby is uh, actually never room with Bobby, so I can't tell you exactly what he is as a roommate. Bobby, I feel like he can go one of two ways. He could be a very caring and nice person at times, and then he can also be an absolute jerk. And I don't know which one of those he is as a roommate, mm-hmm. to be completely honest. Mm-hmm. Well, so, we we had a bunch of people trying to explain what a what a what a four people hang out, and everyone said quadruple, quadruple or quadruple. And then one person I think actually put the right answer. It's a quartet. That's right. There you go, quartet. There we go. That's that's a word that should have come a lot easier to us, but simply didn't. Shout out to us for not nope. knowing. Nobody throwing Dirk Nowitzki in there. That's that was like. I feel like Dirk is probably the the answer, right? Mm-hmm. If you wanted to find one person in DFW sports that you want to hang out with, because not only like he's incredibly personable, incredibly. he seems like just a nice guy, and the, then he the nicest, the right. nicest Reggie. And then I think he also just like he has a very good appreciation of like personal space mm-hmm. and everything. Like he just seems like he'd be perfect. Mm-hmm. You can have you can have fun to talk to him. Mm-hmm. He you know joking and all that, but at the same time, I he'll go. leave you he'll leave you to what you need to do. I got a good one. Tim Hardaway Jr. so someone else can get up the shots at the club. Wow. Wow. Okay. Uh, I did see someone who said Kevin Hagelin so they could just annoy him the whole time, which I find is hilarious. Uh, From the 817, Dirk, Luca, and Mike Bassick. That's a squad right there. That is is quite the woof. Uh, Would Mike be yelling at Luca Mm -hmm. about various things? Also, I feel like if you're hanging out with Luca – one thing that you have to be prepared for, I hope that you do like uh, Slovenian music because, mm-hmm. like, I know, uh, you, I mean, you go to the games yeah, at the AC. When, when he's warming up, obviously, like, they have an opportunity to choose, but you, it's very evident. He rocks with his Slovenian music, and I have a strong feeling that that's going to be on the stereo in the room. Yeah. I, I, I love Luca, and he's a great basketball player. Wouldn't be my first as my roommate choice. Uh, I, I think I would fancy more Kyrie Irving. Um, Would you? It seems like you have opted for people that are a little bit older, like in the sports realm mm-hmm. of like older. Mm-hmm. Well, I picked CJ Shroud. Who's oh, you did pick a younger rookie. guy because I was like, I, I do also wonder if like Luca is just going to be in like, and he is a dad now, right? Yeah. I don't want to be, I don't want to like stereotype him, but yeah. I wonder if he'll be in the younger place where he's you know just having a I lot mean, of fun I, and I, maybe I, having I, enough fun when you're trying to go to sleep. I mean, another one if you, if, if 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 Kyrie's unavailable, uh, I'll swap him out for Derek Lively who. I've talked to before, loves Drake, um, loves dinosaurs. Um, seems like a real fun, fun living guy. Who doesn't love dinosaurs? Now that I think about it, like who are the people, who are these monsters yeah. that hate I dinosaurs? I for y'all, by the way. Okay. Now, I know he was just traded, and I feel like just dynamically speaking, me and him would just vibe. And I know, Blake, it's your favorite basketball player of all time. Okay. That's Grant Williams. 
Oh, wow. So you like to be annoyed. See? Very good. See? See, he knows what he's doing. I'm not going to speak on it because we, we're spreading positivity on today's show. And Austin Hedges is a name that comes up. Yeah, Hedge, I was, I saw that one. I was like, that's a great answer because apparently Hedgy has a good time, right? Mm-hmm. Austin Hedges has a damn good time. Uh, shout out to a World Series champion, even though he is now, I believe he's now with the Reds this season, if uh, I remember correctly. I don't think it's um, the Reds. I want to say not the Twins. Is it not uh, Cincinnati? No, I I, I will, I'll do my Googles. I don't think it's, I don't think it's either of those teams. I just typed in Hedges like it's going to be the first thing that comes That's right. He, he is the, oh, the Cleveland Guardians. Guardians. I, was I, like, knew I, knew it was those, I knew it was one of those one of those central teams. <laughs> I just typed in the word Hedges. My bad, Hedgy. Okay, we left off the best answer. What's that? Jeff T. I think that's, I think that's the best answer. Have you heard his storytelling? I have heard it. Can you very, imagine anything Very good happened? storytelling, but you know what happens? Now you are, the, you are a story. That's, right? like that's, that's the fun of it. Is that fun? <laughs> yeah. Is that fun? Yeah. Are you sure you're a good I, enough roommate to be a good I, story? I, I'm bumping him up to the one spot for me. Jeff Teague is definitely getting in there. Uh, on the Twitch chat, Broadus so he can cook for me and make my bed. Great point. Broadus oh is like... Broadus almost ends up in like parental mode yeah. a lot of times, yeah. which is kind of cool because he is like he's still your friend. Mm-hmm. Um, and yes, he will cook and he's pretty mm-hmm. good at it. Mm-hmm. Opie World says L.A. would be a great hangout. Absolutely. 100 percent. Great true. answer. Um, Someone said Dirk would take up both beds if you were to room with him, which is possible. It's a possibility. A large guy. That is a possibility. Maybe maybe we don't go with the, the NBA players, particularly the centers and power forwards, because <laughs> I said Derek Lively. That would get kind of uncomfortable I, with the spacing. I, I want Derek. Are we height shaming right now? That's right. That's <laughs> right. That's exactly shaming. what's happening. I thank you for acknowledging it. That want, is not cool, you guys. I want Derek Lively. I want Daniel Gafford. <laughs> I want Dirk. Shout out to the eight, uh, the six eight two, who is a Dallas Wings fan. Tierra McCown, Satu Sabli, Kalani Brown, just. Get a whole bunch of basically the front court uh, when it comes to the Dallas Wings, and you know what? That I feel like that might be the way to go if you're getting a quartet together. Just get three players on the same team, so the vibes are already immaculate. Because those ladies like love hanging out together, and they have the in jokes, and so I feel like you would just be in. You would now be see, a part of the locker room that, in a see, way. You think that I want the opposite because the in jokes. You're on the outside looking. Mm. You're the new roommate. You need you. I want. I want. That's why I picked Will Chambers, Kyrie. And CJ Stroud. You want to have arguments in the I room. I want to have arguments, but high When you're level, supposed to be going to sleep. High-level arguments. And we're thinking, and we're like, okay, but what if you added this? And then Will's going to say some crazy take about the Mahomes not being a dynasty. Yeah, but you want that at the you want that at the hotel bar. I don't think you want that in the room, I do want you? It, I, I, want the whole, I want the whole night. Okay, all right. I want the whole Very night. Good. I think that'd be hilarious. Shout out to the 469, Michael Young. Mm-hmm. I like I don't know. Michael Young seems like just like he seems like a cool dude, but I feel like I don't know a ton about Michael. I was gonna Young. say I don't know that Not much. I can't speak on that. Um <laughs> Eric Chiafalo comes up here. I don't know. I feel like Chiafalo is not a great roommate. I love, I love Chief. I, would I, room with him. I, I, I like him as a human being. I don't know how good he is as a roommate. And maybe I'm just being a jerk. It's a possibility. Ooh, um, I see Jeff Teague, Marshawn Lynch, and Chad Ocho just for the laughs. <laughs> that's, a good, that's a good little laugh sesh right there. Oh, from the 214. Jason Kidd, he probably goes to bed early. I know he'll keep hushed uh, tones, though. As You yeah. you as a person who you're like, you hated roommates that made a lot of noise. Yeah. Jason Kidd seems like he keeps it real quiet. Well, it, just for spring training, I want good stories. I don't want just run-of-the-mill. Now, if this was long-term. Well, but this is the thing. There is, is long-term or is this spring I mean, spring training? training is like a month. Okay, that's fine. We can we can laugh and I can be annoyed. I, if it was like two years, and yeah, I'm picking some more low-key guys. Jason Kidd might be a good answer because nah, like nah. keeping it chill uh, when you're trying to go to sleep. Nah. I appreciate that. I think I'm Darren Woodson is like the ultimate good guy. That's a great answer. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, at this point, I think it's very apparent, apparent what my priorities are. It's like being able to get a good night's sleep in a bed that is not yours. Mm-hmm. So every, you know, the people that will do good by you. I want, make cha- I want chaos. <laughs> I, I want chaos. We're, we're, we're getting a Dolis Garcia in there. 
We're getting Chapman. We're just getting we're just getting all the vibes going. A bunch of a bunch of talking, a bunch of laughing. Oh, this is insane from the two one four. Jerry Jones. Great stories about the glory holes, as he likes to call oh, them. Oh wow. Uh Derek, Derek Holland. Shout out to the homie yep. Derek Holland. El Bombi, as you mentioned. Yep. Uh, Adolis Garcia, T.O., Tony Romo, Jason Witten. Okay, cool. Uh, I don't know. We haven't seen a lot of, like, well, I guess those guys would be a little older, but, like, you know, guys going back. I did see one Michael Irvin, and that's you. Were, you're just playing on having a party at that yeah, point. Yeah, I Because Michael Irvin, oh, yeah. good time. Oh, yeah. Good time. What, what about this? Would you do Shannon Sharp, Stephen A. Smith? Absolutely and- not. <laughs> Absolutely not. I know what you're trying to do, and absolutely not. Please don't. It's just like every time you try to lay it down, it's just a debate. Stephen A. That's Steven. preposterous. Like, no, I'm not doing that. I'm not doing none of that. Absolutely not. No, 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 not. no. That's not what we're going to do. That's not what we're going to do. <laughs> CA is a good is a good shout. Yep. Uh, yeah, keep sending those in. 877-881-1053. Speaking of... Uh, speaking of athletes, I choose both of y'all, by the way. What'd you I just say? want you to know. I choose both of y'all. Thank you. That's go, very nice. Thank I don't you, know David. if I believe you, but I appreciate I it. It's, do. Very, it's very kind of you to say, David. Speaking of uh, athletes and a quartet, Dow Stars in Nashville have a quartet of goals. Four to nothing oh, yeah. in the first period as of right now. Still a couple of minutes left to play. Wyatt Johnston has a goal. Mm-hmm. Uh, Matt Duchesne has a goal. Mm-hmm. Sam Steele has a goal. Mm-hmm. Uh, Smith has a goal. Like Just goals everywhere galore for your Dallas Stars who are just deciding to put it on the Nashville Predators. That's what you like to see. And we we'll hate keep... the Predators. Yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Why not? Mm-hmm. Beat them up. Um, they are on the opposite side of the ice of your Dallas Stars, so they're going to get the work. And tonight, that's exactly what's happening at Bridgestone. But 4 nothing right now, about two minutes left in the first period. We'll keep you up to date with what's happening out there. But coming up next, let's go around the NFL, and we'll do it next on The Fan. To get right right here on 105.3 The Fan, Reginald Atatouli here with you alongside Blake Elliott. Sersky. We got David Shrupp on the ones and twos and you rolling with us. Appreciate you doing so on your home of the Cowboys and World Series champion Texas Rangers, 105.3 The Fan. Coming up in about 15 minutes, uh, we will ask you, um, could these Mavs be a great defensive team now? Well, does that at the top of the hour, but right now, we want to go around the National Football League, get you some of the headlines in the in football. Um, and we begin. There it goes. Uh, we begin uh, giving you a little bit of an update to the shootings that happened at the Kansas City Chiefs uh, Super Bowl parade. Uh, I think at one point we got it a little bit wrong, saying that there had been another person who had passed. I, that was not reported. Uh Authorities in Kansas City said uh, today that the mass shooting left one person deceased and 22 others injured. So obviously 23 people, including uh, Lisa Lopez Galvan, who was the individual who was killed in the shooting. Um, And she was she was a um, a noted DJ radio personality in Kansas City. So real condolences to her to her family for their loss and of course the family of all the victims of you know that were that were injured in that way. Apparently Kansas City authorities said that this might have stemmed from a dispute among several people. Sad man. It's it, it, it's sad. Why why 
I wish I could explain it, man. I mean, it, the fact that people are getting in a little dispute and that ends up in people that aren't even involved getting caught in the crossfires. And I know we'll probably get more and more about the motive and what what happened. But I saw pictures of the, the guns that were being used. These were not pistols, guys. These were like light machine guns, like full automatic assault rifles. So really sad, man. Hopefully those people... Um, Justice is served, but nothing can really bring back someone's life and all those children that are in hospitals right now. So praying for Kansas City right now. Yeah, and shout out to various Chiefs players that have reached out attempting to, you know, go and meet up with some of those young fans that were uh, that were injured. I know also we got some stories that I guess can maybe give you a little bit of hope and humanity as a few Kansas City Chiefs uh, players, coaches were involved in some, you know, acts of, you know, selflessness in a way. I know offensive lineman Trey Smith for the Chiefs uh, said during the situation um, there was a boy who was frightened with his father. And, you know, he was on Good Morning America. He said, I was thinking, what can I do to help him? I just handed him the belt, a WWE belt that he was holding. He said, hey, buddy, you're the champion. No one's going to hurt you, man. We've got your back. So that helped settle him down. And then also I do know that, Andy Reid helped settle down a a young fan, a frantic teen, and he comforted him by, you know, just telling him to breathe and those types of things. So it was nice uh, in in a really tragic situation to see maybe some stories of some guys who could have in their own right, like been scared going and looking around and trying to comfort others that were, you know, concerned in that area. Yeah, I'm glad those Chiefs players understand what they can do to those little kids and helping them out. So it's a... It's a very nice gesture. I appreciate it. Um, in more, I guess, upbeat news, especially as it comes to the Super Bowl and the Kansas City Chiefs, uh, some leaked text messages gave us a little bit of a insight into Patrick Mahomes. Mm-hmm. So apparently, um, he was so confident that his team would win that he predicted it would happen before the regular season ended. Yeah. Yeah. And if you remember, this team was did not have a great regular season. Towards the back half of the season, they were starting to figure some things out. But apparently, he texted his wife, uh, quote, if, if my internet decides to work the way that it should, um, quote, I decided we are going to win the Super Bowl. I'll see y'all in Vegas. I'm not done. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. A little group text right there. Uh, I like it, man. Uh, what are you going to do when you're going against a guy like that? That's why I say you don't bet against Patrick Mahomes because he can literally just decide I'm going to win. And um, I'm going to win. So that's what happens when you're Patrick Mahomes. And shout out to uh, Brittany, I believe her name is, for yeah. letting us see those messages and giving even more lore to the Patrick Mahomes legacy. Right. I, that's the thing for me. It's like, oh, okay, this is going to be another This is gonna be another note in a fun story that comes up in like the eventual documentary that covers the, the time, the life, the, the, the legend of Patrick Mahomes. Because, oh, my goodness, bro. Like this dude. I decided. The, yeah, the, just that terminology, right? I decided we're going to win the Super Bowl. It's hilarious because a, a lot of players can say that during the course of the season. It doesn't happen, and, and we're just like, all right. And you know what? I bet there's players that could t- that text that to a friend of theirs or whatever have you, and then they ultimately win, and we're like, yeah, but you didn't know. But with Patrick Mahomes, we believe it, right? We yeah. believe that he they, made the decision he that this is the what person, was going to happen. The person who received the text believed it. They're like, okay, yeah. If he's going to turn it on, then uh, there's, there's a good chance. Yeah, so – that's that's Patrick Mahomes as we continue to get some ideas as to like the way that that dude operates and the way in which he is just dominating this league. Mm-hmm. Um, how about this? We have some sources that reported to ESPN 
the idea that the Seahawks are going to allow Geno Smith to collect his $12.7 million. That operates because in his contract, it's set to become fully guaranteed on Friday, tomorrow. Mm -hmm. And so he was informed today that he'll still be on the team. They're not going to cut him before that, you know, before that guarantee hits. So he will get that base salary of $12.7 million. And so he's assured of collecting that. He also has a $9.6 million roster bonus for March 18th. And so he hasn't gotten all the money yet, but at least you know that he's going to get that money. And I think that it's a fair indication that Geno Smith's probably going to be the quarterback of the Seattle Seahawks. Yeah, I, I would say that I, I I believe that Schefter and some other people are already mentioning that don't rule out a trade. They're kind of setting what the market value will be for him on their own terms. I do, if I had to take a bet, would say he'd be in Seattle, but I also would keep my eyes peeled for maybe some trade options. Oh, so you're, you, you're, not, you're not sold on the idea that they roll with him another year. Yeah. I mean, I, I think they're just kind of setting the market rather than the than the open market setting. They're like, hey, this is what he's worth. Other teams, now you know if you need a, a bridge quarterback, here it is. I do think they're comfortable going with Geno, but I wouldn't say it's like 100% done. He's starting quarterback, nobody else in contention. But I would bet on him staying. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I think he's good enough for what they're trying to do, and I also don't think that they're ready to contend just yet. Correct. So I think that that's, especially as a gap quarterback, this feels solid, and from the nine four zero, they say they also trade bait and dice a bigger haul since they already paid mm-hmm. the twelve million. So it seems like they are uh, in line with you. Um, we did understand or get to know that apparently there was a lot of money put on this Super Bowl um, in Nevada sports books. You want to take a guess as to how much money was put down on this and was taken in and bet during or just for this game in state in nevada oh, in their sports i was gonna books. say I, I put a, i put a good amount of money uh by we, yourself by myself how I many millions it. did you put up um was it six or seven okay cool I, i'm gonna nice. say 1.5 billion not that high just in state 185.6 million dollars was bet on the super bowl itself which is the most ever according to uh some figures that were released earlier this week they saw the chiefs were were not favorite they said it was free money (laughs) yeah so uh, the amount wagered eclipsed the previous high on super bowl um in 2022 by nearly six million dollars so you got six million additional dollars and i do wonder how much of that is just like being the super bowl being in las vegas there's more people that are there for the super bowl and it's like all right i'm in vegas i could put this i could put this money down while i'm here makes sense yeah so um there you go some some really interesting stuff when it comes to around the NFL here on the Get Right on 105.3 The Fan. Um, we got you till 11 p.m. here this evening in the Metroplex. And coming up next, let's talk a little bit about your Dallas Mavericks. Uh, they're 6-0 and heading into the All-Star break. They've been great after the trade deadline, 4-0 since then. But they haven't been doing it necessarily with offense in the way that we have been looking at this team for a while. Could these Mavs be a great defensive team now? We discuss it next on The Fan.